0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to the Flood Insurance Guru podcast. My name is Chris Green, your host and owner of the Flood Insurance Guru. Today we're going to be talking a little bit about habitational risk and getting a better understanding of it. But before we start today, make sure to jump over to our website, FloodInsuranceGuru.com, where we've got free resources on flood education and flood insurance and even elevation certificates for you. You can also make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Flood Insurance Gear, where we do the daily flood education videos, and also make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you stay up to date on all the flood education information. So now we got all that out of the way, let's talk about today's topic. So what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about habitational risk. You know, What is habitational risk? How does it relate to flood insurance? And maybe... How is it impacting flood insurance options across the country right now? So what is habitational risk when we're talking about buildings? Habitational risk are things that are designed for commercial residential properties, such as apartment buildings, homeowner's associations, rented houses and condominiums. So these are considered habitational risks. You know, generally these can be two to four family properties or single family properties. So now that we have a good understanding of what habitational risks are, you now what are the flood insurance options on habitational risk? Now in habitational risk you do have two options. You have the National Flood Insurance Program and you have private flood insurance. Now the National Flood Insurance Program of course will list these as non or other residential properties. Private flood insurance will do the same thing. However, what we want to take a deeper look at today is going to be on the private flood insurance side. You know What you should be looking for when you do a policy for habitational risk. Are your options going to be limited? We want to look at all those different things. So let's look at a policy for the private flood insurance for habitational risk. You know What kind of coverages should you be looking for? The first thing you want to make sure of is that you've got replacement costs on your building. This is what the insurance company actually cost, it feels it would cost to replace the building. The next thing you want to make sure you have on there is the proper amount of contents coverage that may cover appliances and things like if the building was to flood. The third thing might be one of the most important things, and that is loss of use. Uh, what this means is if your property floods, that you may have rents that be, continue to be paid. So Let's say you have a $150,000 property, and your rent's about $800 a month. You know, it's not a bad idea if you can do it to try to list about $100,000 in loss of income. This could cover loss of income up to a year for you. Now, it's important to understand, though, that the National Flood Insurance Program does not offer loss of use on these policies. You know, they don't offer replacement costs on contents, just on the building. So these are all things important to remember on habitational risk. Now let's look at the options. Are the options becoming limited? Yes, we are starting to see stricter guidelines when it comes to habitational risk now part of this has to do with the exposure you know, if you're talking about an apartment building you might be talking about 23 units and so that's a lot of exposure for one private flood company to take on so the the flood insurance options on the private side are starting to become a little bit limited in certain habitational risks so it's really important that you work with someone who understands these market changes, understands maybe how to split these properties up between different private flood insurance companies, and maybe even how to mitigate these properties to help you reduce your risk on them. So that's what we wanted to talk about today was, what is habitational risk when it comes to f- insurance? What are the in- options on habitational risk? You know How are they impacting those options? And what kind of coverages you should list on a habitational risk flood insurance policy? So if you've got questions about these habitational risks, or you just want more information on them, make sure to visit our website, FloodInsuranceGuru.com. Remember, we've got an educational background on flood mitigation, which means we're here to help you understand your flood risks, your flood insurance, and mitigating your property long term. My name's Chris Green, president and owner of the Flood Insurance Guru, and I want to say thank you for tuning in to today's episode on Habitational Risks.